fresh off of a tour around the campus, looking at the garden, nature lab, Freedom Square, and is now carrying around a deceased brown snake. We have with us Devin Franklin in the studio. Welcome. Hi, Sina. Thank you. Good to be back here again. Yeah, so let's start with who are you? And can you give us an overview of flying deer? Sure. Well, I have been in love with backyards and the natural world ever since I was a little kid growing up down in suburban Virginia, playing out in the backyard and having some space to explore the stream and crack rocks together and see what happens when they do that and pulling up plants out of the dirt and, and learning later in life that it's actually the remedy for poison ivy called jewelweed. And when I started meeting some teachers who uh, taught me just how much there is to learn right in a backyard, whether you're in rural country or right in the city, um, it's just endless things to discover. And even more important than that is, for me, the peace and the calm and the quiet that I feel when I tune into my surroundings. So I am part of Flying Deer Nature Center, which is a wilderness school and community located down in East Chatham in Columbia County. And um, we, that's what we do. I basically get to keep living my childhood day after day after day um, with kids and adults who want to be outdoors and experience the joy of discovering the natural world. Mm. Isn't it wonderful when we get to take our childhood and make it into our, our life philosophy and living? So yeah. more on the philosophy. So what, what are some of the other, other than your own experiences, what are some of the philosophies that build into the work that you're doing and some of the projects that you're working on? Sure. I just came this afternoon from a public school, Ichabod Crane, down in Valencia, where I had a team of staff were, um, working to get the students out of the school. Um, and, you know, the students and the teachers willingly come out of the school uh, every other week and spend uh, the lesson hour session with us right in their backyard. Uh, and we are discovering who's there. We call them wild neighbors. And uh, it's, you know, everybody from a blue jay flying over us. And actually, there's one blue jay that day after day, all day, I noticed was flying back and forth, back and forth, going this way with an acorn, going that way with nothing in their mouth. And um, was so steady that I just started, I just like, I'm going to name that blue jay Martha. <laughs> don't know, you know, whether it's a male or a female, but that's just what I felt like calling. I was like, this this, this bird deserves a name um, because it was so familiar. So we had fun watching the birds, um, identifying poison ivy. Mm -hmm. and Which is tricky because it, in every season it looks very different. It really does. But we boiled it down to three things so that we can always, you always know for sure it's got these three certain identifying characteristics. And in fact, some of these students have been doing this program for four years. So when I give them the quiz at the beginning of the year, 
they nail it. Mm. And and that's like um that's like all the kids that I work with in that program. They really they not only you know, are gaining the knowledge of who's out there, what's out there, what's going to hurt me, what's not, what do I not need to worry about? But my favorite thing is their faces. And like, I can almost see their hearts light up like a light bulb when they come outside and they get to be the other half of the child that they are, which is the one that's allowed to be a little more wild, a little more free, a little more exuberant, and very curious about what's around them. So I'm just coming from that. And so there it is. I got to experience that with them because they've got it. (laughs) Yeah. And one of the collaborators right now that Flying Deer is working with is Sean Stevens from the Stockbridge Muncie community. Can you talk Mm -hmm. about who he is and, and your collaboration? Sure. Yeah, Sean has been coming out from his community in Boulder, Wisconsin, um, to our area, Columbia County, Berkshire County, um, kind of the the heart of uh, the Stockbridge Muncie Mohican traditional lands for a long time, um, and we have fairly recently um, been connecting with him and talking and uh and hearing his stories you know his people's story and stories about um their life in their traditional home and the progression of stages uh of their move out of their traditional lands to their current home which is um kind of like a, a pinball machine and the, the push out from the there. Pu- the push out, yeah, of the colonist push out. And so he's been telling stories, um, sharing that story with our staff, with our students, and recently with um, an open community invite um, at Flying Deer. And it's really, it's really, um, it's deep listening, you know? It's, it's deep storytelling about that story and, um, you know, how it's alive today, too you know, and his people and his community in Fuller. So So you're bringing kids outdoors, which is generally not in our standard education system. And you're working on storytelling, understanding the history of the Stockbridge Muncie community and our relationship with here. All of this is a part of unlearning from these kind of standard systems, these these, uh, um, regulated ways of, of education that have boxed us in. What are you seeing as a result from the participants in this kind of learning? Well, I think for me, what's most valuable for, for me about this is spending time with um, a person of this land. You know, so he, you know, he was not born here in his traditional lands. Um, you know, his home is in Wisconsin, but his ancestors this is their land and the story is of this land. So for me, for me to spend time with somebody who um, has the place to share those stories and give their perspective, like that's the most, that's the thing I most appreciate is, you know, I'm sitting here with a representative, a voice 
and uh, hearing what he has to say. And, you know, I suppose you know, many people have been asking him, I've been hearing over the, the months, um, what's the most important thing we can do, you know, as people, you know, colonists descended um, individuals who do live here and do call this place our home. He said, well, remember what I shared with you and, and pass it on. Um, we're, we're in that process. Yeah, it's good. So you came into the studio freshly off of a walk from the grounds of the sanctuary. And through the Our Town grant that the sanctuary received, we are hoping to work on a collaboration looking at urban ecology and working on an eco-art trail. What is, what is some of the inspiration that you've come off of this visit with? Oh, goodness. The last time I was here, um, I, I got a, a tour of the garden, which is looking beautiful and laden right now with, with just many kinds of fruit. And, um, I, you know, I got another layer of stories from Branda, you know, spot by spot. So and a deeper appreciation for the, the story of this place and this community, but also seeing the new spaces, um, the new nature lab place is like really cool. The beautiful like map on the wooden border there mm -hmm. on the wall and meeting some other community members I haven't met. And I'm just uh, really excited to, to, you know, collab for us, for Flying Deer to collaborate with... Um, the, the eco walk and I mean the walk we just took from the square Freedom Square to the garden was so much fun you know bringing it back again to the to the snake here mm -hmm. you know we there was this snake sitting on the sidewalk it wasn't in the bushes it wasn't in the weeds it was like right on the corner mm. of the sidewalk and I looked down I'm like oh a garter snake you know every snake I see is a garter snake and I'm like wait did a double take no that's not a garter snake what is that so um, I think it might be a brown snake. I'm going to bring it home to my son to, to help me identify it. Um, mm -hmm. But I think if people come to this eco walk, they will undoubtedly be able to see and share some folks um, just how much there is to see in an urban setting. You know, like we were out there and I was asking... Masha, who was next to me, you know, where's the closest hawk right now? Is there one around here right now? And we were checking out the birds and noticing a lot of them were singing and playing and fighting and eating. And it's like, huh, it doesn't seem like there's a bird around here, a hawk around here right now. But uh, another friend, Christian, who was standing there, he's like, well, we just live 12 blocks away. Mm -hmm. And actually, uh, there is, we, you know, we used to have chickens and there is a Cooper's hawk that comes in every once in a while and I'll be in my house and hear the chickens make that one kind of noise. And then, you know, and then the crows start coming in and it's like, oh, Cooper's hawk's back. Mm. And, um, the beauty and curiosity of nature is like everywhere, including right here. And you have to tune into it. I was very fortunate to, my parents took us on hikes every Sunday. And until you actually are tuned into it and like learning new birds or, or the snakes, what I love about it is, is you start to see the world differently and engage mm -hmm. with it differently. Yep. So thank you for the work that you're doing. And we're looking forward to this collaboration with you. And, Me too. um, 
Do you know the website for Flying Deer? www.flyingdeernaturecenter.org. Well, thank you so much, and we hope to have you back on the show. Thank you, Sina.